Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. So I feel like my uh, my guess as to what the pipe bomber guy would be like was pretty close. Guy in his 50s, hard to follow political views, you know, had all that right. I did not have male stripper, though. I did not... I did not anticipate that. I believe that detail is unconfirmed. <laughs> really? 
the picture certainly would lead you to believe he's a male stripper. Live from Studio C, a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Downer news. Sick, sad news. We will report it. We will not wallow in it. Do you see the pictures where he's wearing, like, the, the tiny little Speedo, and he's got the long, flowing hair, and he's doing his poses all oiled up? Missed that one. Yeah. Mm. He's, he's quite the deal. He, um, so when he was a male stripper, when he was a, a dancer, he would wear, he would wear, like, sharp objects on his shoes in case he got into a fight with another one of the strippers so he could take them out with his sharp things on his shoes and a wild Holy kick. Holy cow. That's how crazy he was. That is like a layer cake of crazy right there. Yeah, in case you get into some sort of male stripper fight there on the stage, you got to be ready to go. You know what's really interesting to me about the stripper thing, and this is not as much fun as the kick fight and stripper uh, thing, is that it was reported that indeed he did that. And then it was discredited somewhere. Somebody said, no, he's delusional. He made all that stuff up. And so I thought, oh, okay, fine. Now it turns out it is true. Which the punchline is the media will report everything it hears, not just anything it hears, but everything it hears. Yes. Yes, Joe. Uh, With male stripper fights, it's very important to focus on striking because with all the baby oil, grappling is near impossible. (laughs) It's good. It's a good tip. It's It's a good tip. Forget your ground game. You're not going to get there and squirt out your hand like a. Like a pig, like a greased pig. Really hard to sink in a choke. I saw some interviews with some other male strippers that knew him back in the day, so they're all aging male strippers that are commenting on this. Oh, boy. They all have a certain look. It looks like quite the industry to be in. Very tan, I'm assuming. (laughs) Yes, very, very tan. Uh, Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing good. Had a good weekend. I'm uh, changing phone carriers to a cheaper one, so I have to uh, get rid of the voice, save my voice messages, because I was told that when I switch phone carriers, I will lose my voice messages, which sucks. Huh. So, um, you have old voice messages you're hanging on yeah, to? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm unclear on that. I could Why lose all care? mine and I'd be fine. Yeah, I, I just thought I... Sentimental whole, ones? Sentimental ones. Are gotcha. What, you know, I'm going through them to, see, to find the sentimental ones. And mostly, you're right, it's either telemarketers or wrong numbers or a whole bunch of the, hi, I'm I'm on my way at 610, I'll see you soon, goodbye. Mm-hmm. It's all just right. that same stuff over and over again. So I'm definitely a creature of habit. I'm finding nothing sentimental. It's just... Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah. Um, there is, uh, what, so what letters are you going with that's cheaper? So you're, uh, you're going away from hint? Going away from, um, an A and going to, to a V. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah that's a, that was good under the radar conversation there. Nobody has any idea what we were talking about. I thought you might be, uh, heading toward the insect, which oh. is getting a lot of love. Yeah, that's true. I could go there as well. You lost me on that one. Well, you're not a hipster. The insect. The insect. I don't know what that is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, there is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I uh, am reporting that the world's tallest, or I'm sorry, what is being billed as the world's tallest statue is going to be uh, erected at the end of the month, or I'm sorry, unveiled. It's currently being built. Do you have is, any of the details on this story? It's, it's very is tough it or to is it? I don't it's, know. It's unveiled. It will be 600 feet high. Or, two, statue. or 200. It A is statue in, that's 600 feet high. Yeah, it is in India. Now, this is going to be the part that I get most wrong. The statue is of Sardar Vallabh... 
Bahai Patel, uh-huh. probably wrong, a founding father of India and a leader for its struggle for independence, the statue will cost a reported $430 million to build. Wow. Well, that's what they need to spend their money on in India. Giant statues. 600 Got like a statue. third of the population poos in their backyard. <laughs> You're building giant statues. All right. Uh, there's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you this morning? Well, I got to tell you, I'm taking the pledge. I am done with all lottery and scratcher activity. I am over for budget. Ever and- or for like a week? For the rest of the year. Oh, okay. I am over budget and underloved by gaming these days. Mm. Dial 1-800-GAMBLER. Mm. Didn't win with Mega, Ball, Mega Millions or Powerball or two Really? Winning, uh, I find that shocking. There were two winning tickets. One was sold in Harlem in New York City and the other was in rural Redfield, Iowa. So you weren't even close. Not at <laughs> all. I did not win a dollar. And I mean, I dumped some serious money this time. Really? So, I'm walking away. It's a good idea. Walking away through the holidays. What are you going to turn your urges toward if you're not gambling? Well, there might be a casino fun run, but uh, sex, outside. smoking, so, drinking—it's not yeah, gambling, uh, specific, but specifically the lottery. It, uh, yes, yes, okay. exactly, oh, okay. exactly. So you'll yeah, continue uh, your why, vice just in a different direction, right? That's why I said lottery and scratcher activity. There still may be some investments in some, uh, you know, sporting events, that gotcha. kind of thing. Well, right. You got a shot of winning, slicing it a little thin for an addict, but. Whatever. Well, you can actually figure something out with a sporting event and have a chance of winning. Yes. People can get good at that. Nobody gets good at the lottery. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Indeed. <laughs> but we do support your, uh, we appreciate, rather, your support of the native peoples. Yes, that which is. Which has been ongoing through the years. <laughs> and remember, when I win, I bring home the bacon. True, you always do spread the winnings. Yes. Appreciate that. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Monday, Rocktober 29th. The year 2018, we're setting you straight in 218. We're Armstrong and Gideon. We approve of this program. All right, let's get started then. Here we go. Here's the show at, uh, according to FCC rules and regs, at Mark. The diocese list had 42 names. The documents O'Connor revealed put the number of Buffalo priests facing claims of all types of abuse at 118. That's from last night's 60 Minutes. I thought I had reached my limit of being mad at the uh, Catholic Church. Couldn't get any madder, but that story definitely made me mad. It's, uh, it's, it's every bit as bad as you could possibly have managed and everywhere. Ongoing, present-day cover-up. And nobody willing to step forward and, uh, and really take responsibility. At the very top levels, they're still covering up. Absolutely unbelievable. And the very few at the bottom level who come forward know they're risking everything because the weight of the bureaucracy is still against them. Yeah, more on that coming up. What are other headlines, Marshall? Well, President Trump appealing to the country for unity after that synagogue shooting. We've got the accused Mayo bomber in court today. A new twist to the tale of the Bieber burrito photo, and it's a wrap for the World Series. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. I did not have male stripper. In my projection of what this guy was going to be like. Uh, How does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine and dandy. We have the weekly shower thoughts to get your uh, week started, among other things. Yeah, awesome. We've been teaching kids how to read wrong since the 80s. Came across that nugget over the weekend. It was a shock. That's how I learned how to read. Um, Yeah, Yeah, you heard that last story, didn't you? Been doing it all wrong. It's another one of those... It's been an, it's another one of those educators think they've outsmarted history stories. Right. So maddening. Anyway, stay tuned for lots of stuff coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the, of nation. the nation. 
Armstrong and Getty Show. For my kids, the only thing this week means is it's Halloween on Wednesdays. Talk of the house. Um, I see up on the TV. I assume you're Satanists. I do like this uh, Congress taking a look at moving Halloween to Saturday. That that actually is a good idea. There's something I could get behind if they moved Halloween to Saturdays all the time. Because middle of the week, it's a drag. I see up there for the TV, they've got their forecast. But for Wednesday, it's the Scarecast. They've got a creepy creepy uh, jack-o'-lantern. Oh, because of the Halloween thing. Yes, the Wednesday Scarecast. I don't, you know, it's, I don't know. Maybe I need to lighten up, but... Uh, the world is scary. I don't need Halloween. Yeah, well, the kids you don't know. know what the world is scary. At least well, my good kids, for them. My kids don't. Good for them. Yeah, don't don't let them know. Let them be children. It's like uh, you know, watching wrenching family dramas when you have a house full of kids or whatever. What the hell's the <laughs> point of that? <laughs> right. It's redundant. It's home movies, huh? Mailbag. <laughs> my oldest kid's got a controversial costume this year. Not sure how it's going to go over. I saw that. Everybody that's uh, everybody that's uh, seen it as as LOL, but it might not play that well out in the real world. I don't know. In I'm the, not going to reveal it until Thursday. In the far left enclave that you ooch about in, I don't know. At Bay Ace Play. What's that? No, it's not blackface. Okay. Oh, 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 boy. No, 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 no. Oh, no. boy. No, 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 no. Yeah, he's Kanye. I'm no? not going to reveal it till Thursday. It's a black guy in a MAGA hat. Rapping, no. But the family we're going trick-or-treating with, uh, she said, I asked her about it, she said, eh, if they don't like it, they're not people we want to be friends with anyway. So, okay. Into this. Here we go. Let's find out. Let's begin with your what? What? I have so many guesses, but I'll save it. Let's begin with your weekly shower thoughts as compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City, who said he's been sending us these for the past four years. Whoa. Yeah, time flies, man. It's amazing. Uh, Enjoy the days you have. Enjoy the tick, tick. The clock just keeps it ticking. Are you trying to cheer us up with that? I don't know. A woman steals 99 Dalmatian puppies to make a fur coat. Sounds more like a news article from Florida than a Disney cartoon. (laughs) Does have a bit of a ring of Sunshine State. Listen to this, would you? The image used in Wikipedia's article on floppy disks. They have a picture of a floppy disk. Has a file size too large to fit on a floppy disk. That's incredible. That is amazing. How much did a floppy disk hold back in the day? I don't remember. I do remember my first uh, desktop computer, my first box, my first good serious computer had, I think, a four uh, megabyte uh, hard drive. So like the smallest phone you could get. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, four megabytes. Uh, gigabyte a gigabyte. Four gigs. Yeah. yeah four megabytes. Yeah, way sorry. smaller than the phones. Oh, okay. I, I think my phone is 128. I'd have to look. Uh, Humans are most physically vulnerable when naked, yet nothing is more physically threatening than a naked person running at you. Well, that's because you instantly and and instinctively recognize... And correctly. ...that they're crazy. Yes. And they are not bound by the laws of civilization. Or there is something really scary chasing them. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) No time to get dressed! Bear! Um, uh, which is why when you see a crazy looking, scary homeless person or, or just lunatic, you are absolutely, absolutely, 
uh, justified in listening to your instincts and avoiding them and being no, careful. You are prejudging people. That's exactly that right. It's to save yourself. It's it's exactly what you're supposed to do. This is a good one. This, uh, do you enjoy the Bible, the good book? I was reading the Bible a little bit over the weekend. There you go. What part? The Bible! Which part? I was flipping around. Little this, little that. Okay. See what uh, what happened. See what see what crossed my uh, path. If Adam and Eve got into a fight, it would be a world war. <laughs> good point. <laughs> That's right. All the people of Earth warring. <laughs> it's easy to do permanent damage when you're temporarily upset. That's just words to yeah. live by. Yeah. Words to live by. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, shall we contemplate that one? No. People sneer at inbreeding in humans, but they pay hella cash for an inbred pet. That's true. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's dumb. Um, inbreeding yeah, it's pets. dumb and it's weird and it's sick and the whole purebred dog thing is about three quarters, you know, lunacy. I'm really good at home anyway of not uh, in a in a short term moment saying something with long term. I don't think I ever have actually. I don't think I ever have. I'd have to think it over at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how? Well, yeah. You'd have to really want to. It'd be that like premeditated. Oh yeah. And and really get into it, I think, to do permanent damage. I've uh, re- received a couple over my life, but I went with the, oh, it was the heat of the moment. Sure. They don't mean that. Right. Yeah. Right. Sometimes you just want to hurt. Sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is an interesting note um, from Lauren. Am I allowed to use the, the name? I did. Boy, nothing makes me happier than watching all those Red Sox jump around winning the World Series. Yep. <sighs> one game the Dodgers managed to win. One game, and it took them seven and a half hours to do it. it took them two games to do it. Right. Sick. Sick. <laughs> Stupid dog. Play two games, only get credit for winning one. <laughs> right. Nice job, Yeah, that's idiots. a good point. Wait, wait. That was a super bonus win. You know? Mm. I wish I'd have seen that. Well, uh, really, exciting. no, because they tied one game and won the next one. Oh, that's true. So you ought to get one and a half wins. Half, eh, what the hell. Uh, moving along. So this is a nice note from a, from a lady who was telling a story. And, you know, I guess this sort of kind of connects with the big ugly news of the day. But there's an incident at work where someone found out I was a Republican and went to someone else I worked with and was like, can you believe it? She's a Republican and basically shamed me for it at work. To top it off, can you believe it was another woman? Women being mean to other women. No, I can't believe that. Of course I can believe that. I've got a great clip from um, a, a, a reporter yesterday on ABC This Week about uh, people who vote Republican. That just, I'll play it for you. It'll blow, wow. your, it'll blow your okay. mind. I can't believe how divided this country has become to the point we shame each other for our political beliefs. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're a Republican because being a Democrat is the only party that cares about people. Um, well, and then she goes into the gas tax and how it actually hurts the working class, which is a good point. But, um, and I just, I thought I'd share that with you to set this one up. It's a, it's a meme going around. I'm gifted in the arts of memery. Sean, did you make up that word Friday? Memery? Or is that? Let's get it going. A it, real word. It, well, it's certainly not a real word. I the just... art of using and taking in memes. Yeah. Memery. Yeah. I love it. Uh, here's, here's a meme. Trump did not bring division. 
division brought Trump. Yeah, obviously. If you don't see that, then you're part of the problem. And he's riding the wave, but yeah. And I don't think he does anything that's particularly helpful to healing those divisions, honestly. But I think it's a point that's well made. How did the division between black and white go under Barack Obama? Did it get wider or better? Everybody agrees. All polls show everybody thinks it got worse. Not his fault. He said all the right things, I think. Mostly. But uh, But he said a lot of things. He was in office for eight years. You can't insist on a 1,000 batting average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not about Trump. Um, and then finally, this a reminder that or yes, it's all about Trump, depending on who oh, you talk. I to. know, I know. I listened to all the news uh, stations on the way in this morning, and it was astounding the difference in worldview, the complete lack of overlap between the various news outlets and and the way they were painting the world. And of course, it all revolved around the president, as as if he's the king. As if we have no will, but that is expressed by the president. It's amazing. I've got so much to say on that, but I'll hold my tongue as you hold more mailbag in your hand. Yeah, just a little bit. We certainly could move Halloween, because who cares? To the closest Saturday, yeah. If we're willing to move Washington's birthday... Which which, is the man's birthday. Which is a particular day to the closest Monday, because it's convenient to government workers. Why not move Halloween? Well, uh, college Ian, kids don't want it on a Wednesday night. Neither do little kids. Ian and Tijuana, we have already have a both sides of the border show. Points out that, of course, Halloween costume is based on November first being All Hallows Day, the day that traditionally celebrated all the martyrs for Christ who had given their lives, etc. Halloween started as a way to get out of the sinful flesh before the Holy Day, much like right. Carnival before Lent. Fantastic! All Hallowed's Eve, Hallowed's Eve, Halloween, Halloween. Anyway, whatevs. What, I just no, no. To be a listen, superhero. did yeah. you just did you just whatever the saints? Did you just womp womp martyrs? That's not why. How absolutely dare that's you? Not why college girls are dressing slutty, or my kids are hoping to get giant candy bars. It's got nothing to do with that. Well, that's because you've you've uh, let them drift away from the true teachings <laughs> of something or other from the Middle Ages. Oh, I got so much to say about the news coverage since Friday. Of course, there are a couple of horrors over the weekend that we really got to, I don't know. Is there anything to take a look at or discuss? I guess we'll discuss that. Marshall's News is next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Yes, my oldest does have a politically incorrect Halloween costume, lots of guesses coming in on the text line. Oh, boy. Really shouldn't even repeat them. Oh, boy. No point. I can't decide whether I want to encourage you to read them. Uh, I'll let you figure that out. News now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the accused synagogue mass shooter is going to be facing a judge today. U.S. Attorney Scott Brady said during a press conference the shooter is facing 29 charges linked to that mass shooting at a Pittsburgh synagogue on Saturday that left 11 people dead. There are 11 counts of murdering victims who are exercising their religious beliefs. There are 11 counts of using a firearm to commit murder. And each of these counts is punishable by death. I understand why we treat shooting people who are expressing their religious beliefs differently for a larger picture problem. But it's something that if you were, you know, walking into a grocery store and you get gunned down by this friggin' lunatic, he gets less of a punishment. Um, right. Uh, it's just, it's just, you know, you can't wrap. Human beings aren't built to wrap their heads around 
Here's somebody who's lived their entire life, done all the things you do in life, and now they're gone because right. this freaking moron shot them. You just can't wrap your head around that. Well, and we're three for three middle-aged guys who are known to be unstable right. and or seriously mentally ill running around. And, you know, this gets back, this is very much of the same contagion as the school shooting thing. The idea that if I'm angry enough, I'm justified in doing this. It used to not be accepted. And now there's there's enough of it out there, and it's covered so heavily. People think, yeah, that's a thing I can do. What we do about that, I'm not entirely sure. Well, right at the top of his rally in Illinois, President Trump addressed the shootings, saying America's hearts are filled with grief following the monstrous killing of Jewish Americans at that synagogue. The scourge of anti-Semitism cannot be ignored, cannot be tolerated, and it cannot be allowed to continue. We can't allow it to continue. It must be confronted and condemned everywhere. It rears its very ugly head. The accused shooter going to be in court again this morning, 1030 West Coast time. That's funny. I heard 45, 50 minutes worth of news this morning, um, and it was dominated by how Trump and his rhetoric have led to the shootings. And I'm willing to have that conversation. I don't, I'm not threatened by ideas that I disagree with. Right. But I did not hear a breath of that. Not a mention of it. Not once. Meanwhile, the mail bombing suspect, Cesar Sayoc, will appear in Miami, Florida, federal court today for his hearing. He's accused of sending pipe bombs to several high-profile individuals who had been criticized by President Trump. Charges filed against Sayoc include threats against former presidents, illegal mailing of explosives, and more. Turns out he is a former stripper and pizza delivery man. <laughs> yeah. Some of his co-workers referred to him as downright nuts, as yeah. crazy. So uh, Caesar's time as a stripper was tumultuous. On several occasions, he threatened other dancers and was constantly jealous of colleagues who were making more money than him or diminishing his presence on stage. According to dancers who worked with him back in the day, he once threatened to stab another dancer with a syringe loaded with HIV-infected blood. Oh, jeez. And here's the kicker for this nut job. Uh, He once got so jealous of a rival dancer that he taped tuna can lids to the bottom of his boots and threatened to stomp the dancer's face and cut him up. With tuna can lids. Tuna can, tuna can lids, yes, stretched with his feet. Oh, I see, the lid, yeah, the lid would be uh, well, yeah. a knife-like. Well, you're naked, so you ain't got, you, you can't have much many weapons. That's a good point. Um, yeah. So he was a nut. Uh, he also, a more recent, was it sticker or Facebook paste or whatever, he was going after the Jew-loving globalist Trump. So he had turned yeah. his anger at some point toward Trump. Oh, really? Yeah, I, uh, recently. I saw an FBI agent say that, Guys like him, one of the reasons they're so incredibly dangerous is they just they need to lash out at somebody and their target keeps changing. Mm-hmm. And those people are especially dangerous because eventually they'll land on somebody they can get to real easy. Wow. And it might be, you know, the clerk at the convenience store or something. Wow. Um, so he's a particularly scary brother. Also, so he's yeah. half Filipino, half white. Yeah. So I heard yesterday somebody running through, and over the weekend you saw these white nationalists, a white nationalist with the van. Oh, okay, so he's half white, but we call him white in this case. If he was applying for a job or winning Miss America or becoming president of the United States, you know, wait. he'd be the first Filipino whatever. Right. But he commits a crime, and he's a white guy. Well, that's a fair way to handle it. Good Lord. 
Well, and, and I'd like to apologize for claiming he was an American Indian on Friday. He liked to claim he was an Indian and had he, Indian I, stickers all over his van. He identified as. Ah, oh, oh, well, we need to respect that. Yeah, he identified as a Seminole Indian, even though right. he's got none of that in him, apparently. Okay, fair enough. And you remember that photo of Justin Bieber eating a burrito the wrong From way? From the middle. That went viral last week. Turns out that's a fake. The image of what appeared to be the pop star sitting on a park bench while biting into the burrito from the side <laughs> surfaced on Reddit last Thursday. He got a lot of heat from people saying, oh, it looks like you've never eaten a burrito before. Well, it turns out a group of YouTube pranksters called Yes Theory have revealed that they staged the photo using an actor wearing clothes similar to Bieber's and a blonde wig. Why, time well spent. You know what we ought to do? We ought to take a picture of a guy who looks just like Justin Bieber eating a burrito in the middle. What? And that will lead to... And it did. It did. But how do you think of that? And if doing that is wrong, I don't want to be right. That's what I say. Thank God it was fake. Right? <laughs> Restores your sleep. Faith, I can right? sleep well tonight. <laughs> All right, the World Series is a wrap. Here Ooh. comes a 1 2 pitch. Yes! Red Sox win the World Series. 5 to 1 the final tonight. And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. Well, the Dodgers. did Joe Buck wet his Red Sox underwear on that call, huh? <laughs> huh? Could he be more on him? <laughs> there you go. More more divisions. Why are you trying to whip up divisions? <laughs> That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. Here I'm Strong and Getty Show. The conscience of the nation. Got some more examples of the... Uh, Partisanship and rancor. Do you want to hear about that? Some of it is just it's just it's just so annoying. Everybody's in on it. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. It goes deep and wide, no doubt. And they are absolutely and quite literally saying let's whip up more partisanship and rancor by decrying partisanship and rancor. On the other side. Right. Because we don't do it on our side. Oh boy. Is anybody buying that? Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Too sexy for your party. The way I'm The Armstrong and Getty Show. divide is dangerously wide and when I look at my neighbors that I used to go to the store with or sit at baseball games with now I think you know they're anti me because they're listening to him and this is why and, and, I think and, it's so deep and dangerous and the attacks on the, on the media so that is a uh, a lady from my was she from the Washington Post uh yes I believe national correspondent and anyway what what she said on ABC this week with George Stephanopoulos yesterday and they're talking about the division in America and to what extent Trump is to blame that was the conversation all weekend I will say so ongoing as we speak on CNN right now yeah I, I was happy there were a number of people Donna Brazil who I never agree with um she said look it's both sides and we just gotta knock it off it's out of hand amen Donna following a guy a so-called Republican who was blaming Trump for the whole thing. Right. And saying, this is not a two-sides issue. He actually said, this is not a two-sides issue. He actually said that out loud. Donna Brazil, of all people, 
who ran Al Gore's campaign, who uh, campaigned for Hillary, who cheated Bernie, <laughs> that Donna Brazil said, right. no, this is, a, questions. this is a both sides thing, and we yes. need to calm it down. I really appreciated her saying wow, that. Wow, I cannot believe those other two statements, though. That's astounding. And so this one from the Washington Post, she said, the problem we have right now is even when Trump leaves, you've got all those people out there saying half of America supported this guy. As in, what kind of people are those? How can I live in a world where those people, you know, that sort of thing? They're against me? What yeah. was she trying to say? Well, that, 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 it's not just Trump believes this. It's all those Trump supporters. What she's saying is all those people that voted for Trump and still support him with near 50% approval also have these hateful, anti-Jew, anti-black, anti-immigrant, which I hate that term, right. feelings, yeah. which... Obviously, is not true, but that's wow. what she believes. I wow. also feel like a, a large portion of the media talking about this is Trump's anti-media stuff, right? So when when a reporter is talking about they think that about me, I f- at least I interpret it as people who think that I am either bad at my job or am in on some sort of conspiracy. A liar. So sure. they internalize it and personalize it a lot more than I think most people. Would. I appreciated Chris Wallace on Fox pointing this out. He said he was shocked by the headline in the Washington Post on uh, Sunday morning after that horrifying shooting at the synagogue. Um, Let me put my glasses on so I can actually see. This was the uh, giant top-of-the-fold headline. Bomb suspect... Oh, this is about the bomb suspect. Bomb suspect outspoken supporter of Trump is the big headline. And And Chris Wallace said, I was pretty shocked that they went in the headline with this guy was a Trump supporter. Like, that means something with the crazy person. See, bomb suspect, outspoken supporter of Trump. And Chris Wallace took the time to go back and look at the Washington Post a year ago after an out and proud Bernie supporter actually shot and nearly killed some Republicans. Not just sent some bombs that didn't go off. Their headline then was congressman shot in Virginia. No mention of Bernie Sanders. Right. Now, come on now. What is that? I wish this was a three-day weekend. Honest <laughs> to God. I, I'm so disgusted by it. That how can the Washington Post have any, any pride in its journalistic integrity? That's astonishing. Because I remember it very well that everybody rushed to say, look, the guy was mentally ill. He was not... You know, what political views he formed are irrelevant. The problem is he was a mentally ill man. He was a disturbed man with a lot of anger. And he just happened to latch on to Bernie. But it had nothing to do with Bernie. People were falling all over themselves to point that out. And probably appropriately so. But now when they see a chance to get advantage? Or, or God, is there... Has their ideology so trumped their wisdom that they don't think, oh, my God, this one's so much like the, the Bernie guy who shot Steve Scalise and those other people. Now this bomb- I need to take a step back and understand here's another mentally ill guy. Hey, everybody in the newsroom, we really can't be claiming that this is a Trump thing because this guy's as mentally disturbed as the guy who shot up the Republicans. I don't know. That tuna can lids on your shoes is a pretty good idea if you're into a stripper battle. <sighs> Stripperfighttothedeath.com. <laughs> Uh, wow. wow. I, I heard a guy, and so I heard a guy yesterday make a, so there's the, uh, there's the dumb guy, uh, or girl, um, conversation about how the other side started it. You know, there's that conversation, which is pretty childish. No and, offense, folks. And we need to get past it. If, if you've been engaged in that. And then I heard an intellectual, uh, hard to follow, very complicated, 
the Republicans do it about people. The left does it about ideas, and that's why there's a difference. And I thought, okay, well, if the if you're shouting Republicans uh, want women to die from abortions, which people were shouting, including Nancy Pelosi, right. uh, how is that is not as inflammatory, even though that's about an idea? It's a crock of crap. That, that, that's a that's pretty tough stuff to land. I mean, you're going to tell me that that's not inflammatory also when you say yeah. people will die if Kavanaugh becomes a judge. How many women will die because of this or whether it's doing away with health care or whatever? Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah, they're trying to convince you and a crazy person could think they're threatening my life. Right. Children are going to die because of this. Right. So it's pretty clear to me what's happening. It's not a mystery at all. It's, as I've said many times, the age of hyperbole. There are so many inputs right now. This is the greatest age of hyperbole there has ever been. Wow. Uh, There are so many, uh, you know, channels and websites and and voices clamoring for our attention. Reasonable and calm hardly gets a sniff. You must be over the top. You must get people's attention by by telling them they're in danger or that the other side is coming for them. Well, you know what hyperbole is. It's the age of hyperbole. And meanwhile, you have a bunch of mentally ill people kicking around. And this guy lived in his van with all those stickers on there. You know, it's weird. He put tuna cans on his shoes in case he got in a stripper fight. Well, right. That's pretty crazy. But so when the age of hyperbole and fake danger and real demonization of people who simply hold different views than you, when that meets those mentally ill people, sure. you're going to get what we've got. Now, the only thing I can think of that would be at all useful is every single man, woman, and child in American politics. You know, and this doesn't address the school shooting thing, but it's a start. But everybody in politics say, look, never commit an act of violence in my name. Don't do it. Don't do it on behalf of any issues I talk about. Don't connect violence to anything I ever say, ever. And maybe if everybody said that over and over again, number one, I don't know, it might, well, God, if it prevented one shooting, that'd be a good thing. But number two, number two, I think a certain number of people would say, well, wait a minute, the rhetoric they're throwing around is the sort of rhetoric that got people to go to war in past ages. But now they're telling me violence isn't justified. Huh. And you'd think maybe some people somewhere would think, this rhetoric is overheated. And maybe we move beyond that. I doubt it, but I'm a dreamer. I'm a naive little dreamer. My favorite nugget about the bomber stripper guy was the New York Times article on Friday in which they said the guy lived with his mom and owned no furniture. I don't know if, what that means, the fact that he owned no furniture. Well, as you know, I believe only furnitured adults should be allowed to vote. <laughs> if you own no furniture, no vote. You don't even have an end table. You don't even have a mattress. You don't have a chair of any sort. Does a beanbag chair count? <laughs> no. Those are great. It's a bag. It's not furniture. My kid's got a couple of, what are they called, Joe chairs. The beanbag chairs, but they got arms. They're like shaped like a chair. Have you seen those? I Why guess are they're they called Joe chairs. I guess they're really popular among college Wait kids. Wait a minute. My people will not put up with that. I don't know. The Joes of the world. But are a comfy chair. All right. Really a good chair. But he didn't even have one of those. He had no furniture. Hey, FBI's got to keep an eye on people that have no furniture. You know what was funny? If you're an adult with zero furniture, the FBI should be tapping your phone.
So I'm in Phoenix over the weekend, and I happen to stop in front of the um, immigration, federal immigration offices, something or other. Big, big complex with big seal above the door. And right there in front of it, it's Sunday, so it's closed. But is a grizzled-looking old dude in exactly the same kind of van. And he's obviously living out of that van. He didn't have any stickers at all. He just had, like, pop cans and garbage visible from outside. But I wonder what he was up to. He wasn't watching the news, apparently. Uh, Catholic Church is worse than you thought. I know that's a heck of a statement, huh? Thanks to 60 Minutes, we know it. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.